TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I'm seeing on Twitter people going wild, and it's just a false rumor, about a fourth stimulus check coming November 30th. Not happening. The IRS is not sending that out, but apparently the best I can tell you is nine states at least are poised to send, uh, nine of 20 states have confirmed they'll send a fourth round of stimulus checks through some economic impact program, have already initiated their distributions. So, uh, is this the ticket again to buy? Oh, yeah, another stimulus check. Not happening. But God knows what they'll try to do to buy Americans off. All right, uh, Abington Chief Pat Malloy is one of our go-to guys extraordinaire when it comes to anything involving law enforcement. And, of course, he's been here. And, you know, I, I realize court dockets are things that uh, take for they, they don't work very hard, these judges. But how long have we heard that Pennsylvania's driving equity law has been out there and was in the courts? I remember John McNesby and others were plaintiffs. There's a whole bunch of people in this. And yet still not decided. And the damage of this goes on day to day. And one of the major sources of damage is in the Philadelphia suburbs. The other problem we have is Larry Krasner. And then the other problem, I believe, was the former police chief. But now with a new mayor and new police chief, are we going to see a synergy with the suburbs again to stop the bad guys wherever they might be? Let's go to uh, Abington Police Chief Pat Malloy here. Uh, Pat with us on Talk Radio 1210. Pat, good to have you on board again. Thanks for joining us. Good afternoon, Dom. Thanks for having me. Well, you're in the Inquirer and um, the other uh, police commissioner, McVeigh and Ben Salem, saying good things based upon a lot of metrics of the new police chief, particularly how that will impact the suburbs. Tell us why. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know that Philadelphia had a, um, a, a great history of really good leaders. And when you look back at Commissioner Ramsey, who is not only a, a great leader in this uh, region, he was nationally recognized. And he had such a great bench when you look at Kevin Bethel, Richard Ross, uh, Christine Calder, Joel Dales, even the acting commissioner. All of them, I think, have a little Philly swagger. They have the respect of the men and women uh, on the street. And, you know, not, not to get into making decisions for the mayor, but I'm so glad that she made the decision to stay uh, within. Uh, and that's something that I think should have happened last time. 
Um, you had a lot of really good leaders that that are they govern and lead under the the Ramsey approach of comp, comp stat and uh, public service areas like beat ownership, having each officer be um, you know, sort of connected to the community where they patrol and take ownership of the quality of life issues, crime. Um, you know, sort of getting back to old-fashioned beat cops. Uh, we don't have the personnel to do that, but I just think that you have people in place and you have a vision and a lot of energy by the mayor-elect, uh, Sherelle Parker, who is saying all the right things when it comes to stop, question, and frisk, Terry stops, um, the Driving Equality Act, as, as you know how I feel strongly oh, yeah. about that, and I know it's, it, it, it's really an affront to police officers to tell them that, they do not have the ability to um, to enforce the law without regard to race or color or any other secondary characteristic. It really, really, we're trained. We're better than that. If we're going to be professionals, you can't tell officers that they don't have that ability to do that when you, we, we take an oath to do that. And and that is the very tool. I'm looking at numbers right now. We're, we're up 400% on guns on car stops since 2019. I have, I was talking to my commanders today and we have what, like 60 cars take off on us. That never happened. Like we can't chase anybody, but they know that they're not going to be held accountable. And this is just getting like the broken window theory. It's getting more chaos and disorder and it's spilling over the suburbs, but with Bethel and, and, and probably the team that he's going to assemble, I just think we're going to bring back common sense policing and, and somebody's going to have the courage to stand up to city council and, and try to work with the district attorney on saying, look, can you, let's, let's, let's analyze these numbers. Let's see how, when you let somebody out of jail, or don't put cash bail on a repeat offender. They wind up, for instance, at Willow Grove Mall trying to take somebody, a 13-year-old girl, out of the mall. I mean, these things are happening. I just don't know that we report them well enough. So I just think uh, the new commissioner and his leadership team needs to fight back for common sense because we take an oath to protect the citizens. And if the um, district attorney is not going to be on the same team, then you got to find a way to get that, make that happen. You know, that, that, that works in Montgomery County and Delaware and Bucks County. And, and I just, we need that in Philadelphia because that impacts all the suburbs. How Philadelphia goes, the suburbs go. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Uh, Pat Malloy with us here, chief police chief out there in Abington. Pat, uh, police recruiting, Bethel has said that's going to be a big deal, obviously. How's it going with you? in Abington, where you had good success before, what's the key now? I mean, this is a movable thing. You have to be on top of it to appeal to people to want to be a cop and want to be a cop in Abington or Philadelphia. Yes. Uh, Dom, I think it goes back to the nobility of policing. Like I can tell you through the years, I was always proud and, and still am proud to carry a gun and a badge and to promote this profession. But what I have seen since Ferguson is a slowly, um, slowly chipping away at the integrity of this profession. But, but let, me where, st- let me stop you there and ask yep. you, though, particularly, I am very, very wary if that's happening in the suburbs. You know better than I. You do it every day. But I see I've even written about it in Bucks County, for example, uh, a little bit of it, not like in places like Philadelphia. Are we seeing some of that? In the suburbs, yeah. we're seeing, Dom, well, in the, in the 90s, it was 12 to 1,500 taking a uh, test in Abington for five right. positions. We were down to 200 two years ago, and I think our last test was 300. 
only 100 and 300 signed up, 178 showed up, and I'm only up to the top 12 or 15, and we're about to kill the list because you get down there and you're seeing integrity or 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 issues that where they're just not the caliber of uh, of people that we had recruited in the past, and that's predictable. We're going to it's going to take years to recover from what's happened since, um, I think, Ferguson. Well, and, well let, let, let me ask you now what they've said uh, in several people here in Philadelphia. You probably saw this. They said, well, we don't like the test, so we're going to get rid of the physical fitness part. And that's suicide because we all know staying in shape uh, in your job profession, it's a very difficult eating on the go- everything else. If you start out borderline not in shape, by the time you're 10 years into it, it's going to be bad. That's exactly right. We cannot compromise our, uh, especially when it comes to physical fitness and integrity and other uh, qualifications uh, to be a police officer. You're you're exactly, well, what are you going to see, Dom, if that happens? You're going to see more officers using excessive force because they're not physically and mentally prepared. They're going to go up a level of force that's not required. And uh, so that, you're right, that would be a disaster for policing. We need to continue to uh, hold the line on standards and just make this more attractive by uh, letting people know that it's not futile doing this job. You're going, we're going to make a difference in our communities. We're going to, you're going to get a decent pay and pension. And um, excuse me one second. Um, yeah, and and uh, that that's what we need to be focusing on. It's the wrong move to. I think the, even with the state police that they they took away the college requirement. Um, I think that's just the uh, the well, wrong answer. Let me ask you why? Why is that though? Is it? Uh... Look, it's a noble profession. You say that all the time. It's refreshing to hear that. You're one of the few that says that. That's exactly what we need. But why would I need a college degree to be a cop in Abington? Yes. And and I would tell you, you don't, I don't say you need that squarely. You know, that should be the minimum standard. Um, uh, I, I just think when you you take away um, the, 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 I think many departments have two-year requirements. Okay. I think what we want is a diverse group of people. And I find that people have a, uh, bachelor's degrees or undergraduate degrees and people without degrees. I, the diverse group is what you want, but I, I think we should um, encourage people to, to have a degree or at least an associate's degree before applying only because I think it helps just uh, with emotional intelligence. Uh, it gives more time for maturity between that time for, uh, from high school mm-hmm. to getting into the job market. So w- whether it's military or other experience, I just I think we should have a diverse uh, g- group and, and not not necessarily say you should have a college degree. But I don't think we should be, you know, um, saying you shouldn't have an associate's degree at all. You should maybe have some kind of standard where you have uh, 60 credits before applying. We're trying to professionalize this, but but um, but I don't want to overweight the college education because there's some of the best cops you know yes. come right out of high school and have other life experience and step on the road and they're just really uh you know it's it's more common sense good decision making people who can de-escalate and, and and i think the most important thing is emotional intelligence the de-escalation the ability to do that is uh you emphasize that a lot so uh pat uh coming up here with the new police chief you expect maybe there'll be uh, more meeting with him, talking with him, more of a sense of uh, we're all in this together? I absolutely do. I know when Commissioner Ramsey and he and uh, Richard Ross and others were together, we we uh, would meet with them uh, occasionally. 
and um, we talk about their their, their CompStat programs, uh, their their public uh, service area uh, initiatives, um, and and just other task forces that we have already in place. I think there just was, was more communication and more training opportunities where we train together, um, and just more overall communication and uh, where somebody's going to pick up the phone if somebody in the suburb needs some, some help. I think you'll have somebody from the commissioner's office or, or, or some designee uh, being willing to collaborate and cooperate with us on, on many of these issues that we're dealing with, with ATVs mm. and these car uh, things that we've, we've really never got a handle on. We met and talked about them a year ago, and then nothing happened. I'll give you, a, sil- I'll give you a silver lining of the Krasner years. If there, and, you know, nobody's going to be a, a bigger critic or trying to get them out of here. But we yes. have now, because of crime bleeding into the suburbs, got to know you on a very specific basis, McVeigh over in Ben Salem, uh, this new police uh, commissioner we're talking with out there in Marple, was astounding yes. how directly he was about people being transported there to Delaware County, giving 20 bucks, homeless guys and women, running into Burlington Coat Factory and just running out with coats. We have uh, Lulu Lemon over in Suburban Square in Ardmore, a bunch of guys yes. just walking in and running out with stuff. Suburban Square in Ardmore. You know, you mm-hmm. don't see stuff like that. Why would they not stay in the city, or are they, are they doing both? And somehow or another, they end up in Abington, too. Yeah, Dom, I think they're doing both. And I think sometimes I can, I can recall like uh, anecdotal stories, like uh, officers saying they stop somebody for like they have a couple dime bags and maybe yeah. they were selling weed. They get locked up in Abington and and and, and the uh, and the, the young suspects were like, well, don't I get my weed back? Isn't this just, just a citation? <laughs> so they honestly don't have an understanding. I, I sent you a picture of five of my cops yes. on the roof on a target. Yes. So that was only $150 retail theft. That was my point on that. We're we're locking you up for 150 bucks, and you're chasing him to the roof of the Target out there. I should I didn't mention that day. I'm glad you did. The pictures, unbelievable. That's police work, and that's why you want to be in physical, physically good shape, right? You don't want to pull a hammy going on, yeah, climbing the roof. To oh catch my a bad guy. But but it sends the message that we're not going to stand for that, and that and that zero tolerance is is really a quality of life issue, and that's why I think these these um, driving equality act is a broken windows theory of the roadway. That's why you're seeing craziness on the roads. We're not able to stop people more often for all yeah. different uh, violations. So, um, yeah. but I think what, what you're talking with the Marple and the, and, and all of that is a, is a direct result of the lax uh, uh, laws in Philadelphia, the changing of the retail theft laws and pr- what the prosecutor's office is willing to prosecute. You know, that, that should not, they, they should have been much tougher on that because it impacted so many and so many small businesses and other big businesses in, in Philadelphia are leaving. We need to attract people back to the Philadelphia region. Exactly. And I think we can under this leadership. Well, Pat, it's been a great year with you to be continued. Say hello to your wife and Merry Christmas to everybody if we don't talk. Yep. Thank you, Dom, and Merry Christmas to, to you, your staff, and your wife and, and the kids. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks Chief Pat uh, Malloy here. Good to have him back here on Talk Radio 1210. But, Dan, haven't we found, for listeners, gold here, McVeigh, uh, the police chief over in Marple? That was astounding, yeah. that interview. And uh, th- there's a picture he sent me of these five cops chasing a guy on the rooftop of Target over $150 in retail. In Philadelphia, they give you a parade. <laughs> the Lululemon thing, though, right there, Suburban, it's a big-time shopping center, just running, not even running, kind of half-walking out the door. 
Just one guy hands another guy a coat as they're standing there measuring sizes and all of what they're going to steal. Lululemon deserves this stuff, though, since they won't yeah. prosecute. So I think it's the tamp, the uh, the air said, you know what, we, we got to do something here because what about the other merchants? It's going to spread to them. How do you think cops are feeling right now with the incoming administration? I think good. Yeah. I think very good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they want to see specifically what they do. Well, like now. a lot of these guys and girls, they do it out of pride. You know, like yeah. it's their dream to be police officers. Yes. And when they get the job and their hands are tied, it's very disappointing. It's, well, I it's think sad. they like seeing one of their own, you know, internally. A, a cop in Philadelphia, if you go outside, you're saying they're not good enough or something like, no, stay inside. They got plenty of talent there. They know Philadelphia. All right, then Sherelle Parker should be back on the show sometime in November, I think we were told. Uh-oh, let me look at my clock here. I'm looking at my watch. All right. Uh, right now, though, as always, we got something good. It's time. It's the Money Melody. That is right. You win today. You win a pair of tickets to see A Very Philly Christmas at Kimmel Center, Verizon Hall, on December 10th at 6.30 p.m., featuring Broadway singers and dancers, local choirs, and the no-name pops in brilliant new arrangements of your favorite holiday songs, plus lots of surprises and some essentially Philly fun. Think of a Broadway show with a Philly touch to it. Don, today was tough for me. Being my birthday, you gave me full range to do whatever the heck I want today. Uh, So initially I was going to play a cover song by who I think is the greatest singer uh, of all time, Uh, but we'll do that tomorrow. Uh, Today I want to do the greatest version of Happy Birthday I've ever heard. Like, this is a really elevated version of the song done by a group. Uh, we want to know the group's name today as the answer. I don't want to give away too much about the groupies. It might be too obvious. But, Dom, take a listen. We want to know who it is today singing Happy Birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois.
All right, so we want to know the name of the group. I think the greatest rendition, clear, I was going to say Marilyn Monroe, happy birthday. Well, yeah, present. yeah, that's obviously. You know, the entire, the entire dress, the entire outfit, Dan, weighed six ounces. How's that possible? There might be some bias playing into this because I, I love this group. They're one of my favorite, I'll, I'll say, uh, boy bands of all time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll put that out there. All right, okay. Name that group, and you're going off, and you're going to have a blast here at a very Philly Christmas at the Kimmel Center Verizon Hall. It's the Money Melody. Where has all the money gone? Show me the money. All right, every day at about uh, 2.13, 2.14, Dan comes up with a cover. Today's not a cover. It's just a uh, happy birthday. The he best thinks, rendition I think I've ever yeah, heard. You got Marilyn Monroe. Oh, yeah, but... Marilyn Monroe, six-ounce dress. I think these guys are wearing more than that. Let's hear again the clue and see if we can guess who it is. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. All right, let's try Greg in Holland. Greg, who is the group doing Happy Birthday? Hey, Dom, how are you? Good, Greg. Um, Good, good. I would say it's pentatonics. No, it's close oh, to that. That's a good guess. No, that it's is a, good a very guess, good Greg. guess. I'm sorry, but, man. Uh, not pentatonics. Uh, don't mention that, bro. We'll start with seeing pentatonics. You going this year? No, I don't even know if they're coming. You went last year, didn't you? We went two or three times. I remember yeah. a parking lot situation in Camden. It wasn't good, but they're very good. Good choice. Uh, Bob in Haddon Township on Talk Radio 1210. All right, Bob, who's doing Happy Birthday? Hey, Tom. Good afternoon, Dan. Uh, happy birthday. I'm going to say it's Philly's own Boys to Men. Yes, it is. Nicely done. Is that the greatest rendition of Happy Birthday? You know, I, I think Happy the Clown back in the day was pretty good. He made the kids cry and all of the candles going on up and on. Then there was Marilyn Monroe. I don't know. Patty the Bell, I think I'd have sing Happy Birthday to me. But Boys to Men, is it? And Bob is a winner. Off to see a very Philly Christmas. Happy birthday. Really? Really? Happy birthday, Mr. President. Happy birthday to you. I mean, knowing what we know now, it's a completely Well, I mean, how didn't you know then? What the heck were the media doing? Can you imagine? All these rumors, underground tunnels, and they have the nerve, the Kennedys, to have her at Madison Square Garden singing happy birthday to Kennedy. Can you imagine what we'd be saying today? I mean, <laughs> the Christmas tree blows over at the White House, and it's a metaphor for Biden, although true. Melania Trump wore the wrong thing to the um, funeral for Rosalind Carter yesterday, which I think is true. Yet already, Dan, all over Twitter, they have Hillary in a grayish black outfit, wearing it to um, Mrs. Bush. I, yeah, I think it was, it was either George Bush or... Um, I am a real person. And saying tit for tat. Now, Melania shouldn't have worn it yesterday. Come on. But is it that <sighs> out of... So what would we say? We're the same outfit. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe singing happy birthday, Mr. President. What do you think Travis the... Kelsey and Taylor Swift are big? Can you imagine oh, what my social God. media would be doing with, with them? With a six-ounce dress. I could see the measurements, where you could get the dress. Oh, yeah. 
How can it be six ounces? That is just the Amazon yeah. Prime deal of the day, Marilyn. Oh, yeah, Marilyn Monroe dress. Yeah. So I still say that is the quintessential happy birthday. But boys to men, yeah, that was tremendous. All right, our side question. Pete has been waiting. This is a good one. Let me take this one off the board with him. Hey, Pete. Good afternoon. Uh, what do you have today, Pete? Hey, Dom. A uh, couple things. You know, it's funny with this trans uh, question. You know. This, they always tell you to uh, to uh, trust and rely on science, except when it doesn't fit their narrative. So yeah, you know, they exactly. And look, I still think uh, the low hanging fruit, the bathrooms, and all. Yeah, but you know what? The men in women's sports, it is not going to fly. Uh, we're seeing pushback all over the place. There are spasms where they get away with it, but by and large, it's a loser politically. Totally agree with you. My most evil person, and I think, is largely responsible for the the climate this this country's facing today is uh, George Soros. That is a great one. We don't even, and the sun apparently is more energetic and doing even more stuff. And uh, so, I mean, just just think of the brilliance of the idea of putting in people as DAs that are not going to enforce the law. You don't need legislators. You don't have to buy them. Just put in one guy or woman who is not going to follow the law, and what are you going to do? Well, it's a shame that the brilliance is uh, always. Um, oh yeah, it, 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 it's it's always uh, diverted to uh, destructive causes oh, instead it, of constructive. It, it is the master causes. of disaster, without a doubt. Uh, let me, uh, Pete. That's a very good one. Soros. Fantastic answer. Yeah, because uh, the damage there, and look. If Trump is elected president again, it's got to be in the beginning. We, we got to come to something. Is Soros doing anything illegal? Is there any between him and his group? You can't just huff and puff. You have to carefully day by day examine that. And if he's not, then we just have to deal with the loophole he's found here, which, as I said, it's perverted brilliance. All you need in these D.A. races is to put in, by the way, though, he lost in Pittsburgh, so there's hope. There are ways of beating this. The guy in Pittsburgh is a Democrat who lost in the primary, ran as an independent, and Republicans rallied with them along with moderate Democrats, and they beat the Soros-backed person who had $2 million to spend in Pittsburgh in a DA's race. That's an astronomical amount of money. But you know what? It's tough. Look at all over the place with the Trump indictments and everything that's going on. There's a lot of Soros-backed uh, people there. I happen to think Larry Krasner is the most adamant of the Soros people. Hey, uh, by the way, um, Nikki Haley, we're seeing today, is it just for the media to have something to do, a horse race, by talking about how Nikki Haley's surging? If Nikki Haley somehow or another were the nominee, boy, I know any number of Trump voters that are just not going to vote then. Certainly not going to vote for Biden. I don't know if they vote for RFK, but I don't see them voting for Nikki Haley. And I've had Nikki Haley on over the years, maybe double figures times. Had her in studio two or three times just in the last year. And once up there in God's country near Quakertown, the night of the rally for Dr. Oz. And my observation is she's very articulate, very put together, looks very professional. The Koch brothers are backing her. And, and listen to this nugget. They agree with her on fiscal policy. They don't think she's a big tax or spender. 
but they don't agree. Soros was just mentioned. The Koch brothers were part of a project, along with Soros, to keep America out of all wars, it appears. Now, Nikki Haley, you know, is itching for a fight. She hasn't meant one of these police action wars that she wouldn't get us involved in. And the Republican Party has broken free of that. Uh, Christie is not as bad, but he's on that track, but he's not going to win. DeSantis is not. Trump is the architect of getting out of that mode. That is one of the most refreshing things. I think, in many ways, it's the biggest accomplishment of Trump. He's broken the Republican Party out of all the involvement in these never-ending wars. I would argue that is huge. Think about what it took to get to that point. And people were ready for it. And they embrace it. So how in the world are they going to sit there and tout Nikki Haley? Now, this is a play anything but Trump. And I think the Koch brothers have promised one way or another $70 million. Is that enough to uh, prop Nikki Haley up? I've never gotten a call of anybody, Dan, that said, yeah, I vote for Nikki Haley. Yeah. Never. Not once. I haven't heard one person in in daily life. Who who do you support? No, no never. And yet when she was here and we had her in studio, as I said, I gave you the upside. No, she's not going to be the VP choice. Trump's not going to go down that path with her. I don't see that at all. So why this flurry? Well, they want somebody to oppose Trump. Plus, they like the horse race. It's like the, uh, it used to be the second place game, or the third place game, really, uh, that the NFL had. It was the runners-up played each other. The losers' bowl. They actually had it, and then he stopped it. Yeah. They had the Super Bowl, and they had the consolation bowl. Well, that's Nikki Haley and DeSantis. But I hope DeSantis wins out here simply for the reason that he's the alternative, if not Trump. But Nikki Haley, this is way out of step with where the average voter is in a Republican, a conservative side. All right, phone lines, 855-839-1210. You get in, keep them coming. Soros is a really good one. Dom Dano show. I almost forgot we had so much going on at the beginning of the show to play you the mayor of Chicago, the Brandon guy, going nuts yesterday and blaming all of his problems with the, quote, migrants on right-wing extremism. Abbott a little bit DeSantis. This is one of the most brilliant and I think morally justifiable things that Republicans have done. I don't know how many have been bused to Chicago, but they don't like it yet. They don't want to say they're not a sanctuary city anymore. They think there's something wrong with this. They welcome people to come and overrun those Texas towns. But when it comes to Chicago, it's big trouble. Here is the mayor yesterday telling us what he thinks of Governor Abbott and all these right-wing white extremists. Thank you. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house and owning it. Having an advocate who can help you navigate negotiations, timelines, inspections, and more can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. What do you want to see from the border deal that's being discussed in Congress and 
would you want some limits placed on the flow of migrants from other cities and states? Well, it has to be better coordination. You know, what we've seen is a very raggedy form um, instituted by right-wing extremism. Um, everyone knows that the right-wing extremism in this country has targeted democratically ran cities. And quite frankly, uh, they've been very intentional about going after democratically ran cities that are led by people of color. And their whole motivation is to create disruption really? and chaos. Really? Jim because Kenny? that's what this, that particular party has been about. Right, this is the same political party that did not want to accept that President Obama was actually an American. Oh, my God. It's the same Republican right-wing <laughs> extremism serious? that stormed the Capitol. It's the same right-wing extremism that refuses to accept the results of the Civil War. It's the raggedy. Civil War? It's what disrespectful. It's mean-spirited. It's an unclean spirit, quite frankly. And so, so I got you. I got you. I just want to make sure that people understand what we're facing. That's why it's so important that the faith community is leaning in in this moment. And so what, what I've said, there has to be better coordination. All right, so better coordination. This is always the thing. What he's saying is uh, the churches are providing something there. But the bottom line is with this clown in Chicago, they can't handle it. They might handle it for a day or a couple of days. And look at New York. The mayor there is solidly against this. Does he feel they're doing it because he's an African-American mayor? How about Jim Kenney here in Philadelphia? It's being done here, too. No, you can't handle the sanctuary city. You want it that to overrun Texas. That way you could virtue signal, be for an open border with no consequence on you. And who is it that the mayor's talking about that are complaining the most in Chicago? African-American residents of various neighborhoods that have been appalled and overwhelmed by this. The chickens are coming home to roost. That's exactly what's happened here. They can lean in all they want, all these liberal progressive church groups. They can't handle it. It is a problem that results in just worse situations in Chicago than we've already seen. So instead, let's not recalibrate the sanctuary city. Let's say it's got to be coordinated. So if Abbott wants to send 1,000 people a week to Chicago, as long as he tells them where the buses are coming and all that, would the mayor be okay with it? It is, um, it is so rich to see. This is just a brilliant, and I would argue, moral position. It's moral because Texas should not be inundated by the problems brought on by this mayor and by Joe Biden. Why should they suffer? Transporting people to these big cities is exactly a moral position. It's not unclean. It's not unchristian. What's unchristian is inundating America and those poor towns there, Laredo and these others near the border that are just overwhelmed by this. That's unchristian. Why not welcome these people into uh, Georgetown and places like that then? Rehoboth Beach, that's where I would send these groups. Send them to Joe Biden's country. Send them to the estate. Well, we saw what happened when they went to Martha's Vineyard through DeSantis. Within hours, the plan was underway to take them to a military base. Why were those people not accepting the big mouse on Martha's Vineyard? Because they don't want it. But they want to have the right to say they want it, as long as it doesn't impact their paradise. All right, let's go to uh, Nick in Collegeville. And Nick is on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Nick, good afternoon. What do you have today? 
Good afternoon, Don. First of all, I want to wish a happy birthday to Dan from right, thanks, one Port Richmond guy to another. Ah, okay. Right, well, now he's he's made his way though to the leafy suburbs well, it of looks South like Jersey. Nick has too. It seems like oh, it's that's a right. No, here. wait a minute. Nick is way out there. He fled uh, Port Richmond. Nick, what? How did you end up in Collegeville? Well, I had to live in the city for thirty-one years. Making a long story short, when I retired, yeah. I moved out here. Uh, you know the residency requirement, but uh, oh, okay. Uh, Dan's a great guy. I spoke with him for about 45 minutes last year, so he probably doesn't remember me. No, I do. But, uh, I do getting... yeah. Okay. Dom uh, and Dan, I believe a person can be evil not only for his actions, but his inaction. Do we agree on that? Sure. And this guy, this guy's been flying under the radar for some time, and he's been allowed to be totally unaccountable for his action and lack of actions. I think... There's been no one more evil in damaging this country on both a moral level and a safety level than Mark Milley. He's been flying under the radar for some time. Oh, yeah, that is a uh, very interesting choice. Well, he's been woke. We know that. Wow. I was wondering where that was uh, going there, but that is an interesting choice. Thank you very much. All right, let's go to the uh, Earl of Tacconi on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Earl, afternoon. Uh, afternoon, Dom. Yeah, uh, my evil person, um, he's a cause suffering to millions and millions of Americans. Even to this day, he continues uh, since May 3rd, 1978. Uh, I can't pronounce his name. I think his name is Gary Truick, and he is the first person to send a spam email. Oh, 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 what an answer. What an answer. Yeah. <laughs> Earl, I love it. How do you know that, Earl? How do we know that he's credited with that? Um, Let me see if I can. Well, I, I'll help you yeah. out, Earl, because I just yeah. looked it up to make yeah. sure. That I always try to validate these answers as they come in. Yeah, first spam email sent in 1978. This comes from Microsoft itself, their privacy and safety. They have a little blurb about the history of yeah. spam. Gary Thurick, I think is it pronounced. I don't know. I can't pronounce it either. T-H-U-E-R-K. Yeah, sent approximately 400 people an email advertising his company's new computer model, and he started a horrible trend. Yep, absolutely. That is an uh, excellent choice. We'll have to put that up there with Jim Jones. You know, uh, as a uh, a nuisance, certainly of the highest order or beyond. Good one. That's outside the box. All right. It is time for the lightning round. Here's how you get in. 855-839-1210. This in honor of Dan's birthday today. He told me yesterday a birthday wish. The all-time side question, he thought, was the one he came up with, the most evil American ever. It came from a barroom session, so there's that. Yes, that's a good a thing. Lot of, a lot of liquor. There's a, that's a good think tank. That's how we come up. We're already like two or three side questions ahead this week. We are. And by the way, I don't know how I feel about the Rocky Day on Friday. I know Dan probably thinks it's hokey on Sunday. Uh, Stallone coming to town. Rocky's meant a lot to uh, Philadelphia. It's a Rocky-themed restaurant coming to town. You hear about that? I did not. Yeah. I don't and know. Do you think you, that could have success? I think we're like, a little bit Rockied out. Yeah. Yeah, the song is still unbelievable. Like, I mean, the movies keep coming out, though, and the, yeah, the franchise the, is still alive. Yeah, and then all the Creed franchises and the stuff he did with that. And he is from, he went to Lincoln, and he went to some special school after that, I think, so. Coming to town on Sunday. The time has come for the final test. Uh, we usually call it the lightning round.
DJ just sent me this, Dan. Some, you know, it doesn't compute in my head. It's this new construction over in Fishtown, $1.25 million. I just can't equate Fishtown and $1.25 million. I just don't see it. I know the hipster element and all that. It's you see just uh, on, on Delaware where it almost turns into Richmond, yeah. they built, uh, if you look to the right, like uh, Riverview Apartments. They're going mm. for like $800,000 each. They're like three-level townhomes that are freshly built. But see, they, you got to are... cross over Delaware and through a right. homeless encampment to get to the nearest supermarket. These people don't know Philadelphia. They just, that's a sign, you know, 1.25 million in Fishtown. Crossing oh. Broad has it. So they say, look, we're we're getting away from sports here for a moment. Fishtown and a 1.25 million development. There's certain things that uh, just don't compute. All right, lightning round. Hit us with that all-time worst American, evil American, or significantly evil. We've had some great answers. I said Madoff and Benedict Arnold. Dan, what was yours? Uh, I had uh, Jim Jones in honor of that, Indiana that University, great. my alma mater. That's a great one. Let's go to Donna in Malvern, 855-839-1210. You can get one in. Donna, afternoon. What do you have today? Hey, good afternoon. Hi, Dom. Happy birthday, Dan. Hey, thanks, Donna. You're welcome. I knew I liked you. I thought we were fellow Scorpios, because mine was last week, but... Um, no, happy you just birthday. missed the boat. Yeah, I'm a Sag, Sagittarius. <laughs> Ma- Macy's been taking notes. There will be a birthday song like Marilyn Monroe oh, this weekend, I've heard. I don't know I, if that's a case. Wow. That. Yeah, yes, there you go. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't I don't think I can beat Earl's answer. That was a pretty amazing answer. But um, I'm going to go with Harvey Weinstein. Oh, Ooh, that's a pretty good. Yes, good changing it up at the end from the Boston Bombers to that. All right, that was, uh, you know what? I've been going back and forth flipping coins here. Yeah. I got to go on Donna's recommendation of a fellow contestant here, and I got to lean toward Earl's answer today. The only thing I'd sell is going into today, I I held my tongue really tightly because I wanted to exclaim George Soros because I really believe he he does deserve to be on that Mount Rushmore. But when it comes to uh, creative answers, man, Earl's Gary Thurick of the... Spam creation. Uh, that, that's yeah. really up there. But I'm going to leave it up to you, Dom G. Yeah, Donna Day. I'll go with the spam based on Donna and this, too. I, I could have gone with Soros, too. I, Earl and Tacconi goes into Earl the hat. Earl goes into the hat. We'll do it all tomorrow. we got another great one, another great show tomorrow. And uh, Rocky Day on Sunday, I'm, I still like it. I don't know what they can do that's fresh with it. We'll see. All right, follow on Twitter until tomorrow at Dom Show 1210, at Dom Show 1210. Go Temple Owls tonight, too, Dan. We got a lot riding on this. Yeah, we do. I think FanDuel says they're like a three or four point favorite. Ah. And uh, we'll see. Do we know when they play Saturday if they win yet, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm watching on Fox as we're talking about. Here's more bad news mortgage rates will hold steady through 2024. That's what the uh, big report out today says. How could that be? The Fed is supposed to lower rates, though, potentially. So, um, but maybe uh, just barely. I mean, it, it is just backbreaking to see Americans not able to have a standard of living. And that's what Biden is going to continue to do. He's talking about uh, Bidenomics today in Colorado, of all places. And if you missed the top of the show... CBS News. Now, this is CBS. It's not conservative talk radio that the average person in Colorado would have to make 14 to the family, 
$14,000 more this year to just have the lifestyle they had in previous years. $14,000 more a year. In Pennsylvania, it's close to $10,000. Jersey, it's about $12,000. The median is around $12,000. $12,000 more a year. Where are people going to get that? They're not. So what they're going to do is they're going to either mortgage stuff, credit card debt, or they're just going to lower their standard of living as we head toward the holidays, toward Christmas. And I think this Christmas, we're going to start talking about what are people making decisions on as far as gifts, their family, etc., that Joe Biden has denied them the ability to say, sure, we can do that, where it's really tight, really difficult to decide. That's what this is all about. That's what he's created. And that's what he has to pay for. All right, Dan, happy birthday. Great stuff today, as always. Jim, thank you, too, for going down memory lane with G. Gordon Liddy and some of that stuff. Follow on Twitter until tomorrow at DomShow1210 at DomShow1210. Richie always next. Four big hours to take you through the afternoon here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Dom now. weekdays noon till 3 from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.